Does anyone know what she was talking about? Right, she's talking about Oakwood. Right, and she mentions uh, it is a most beautiful place with 300 more acres of land and should accomplish much in the line of industrial training and raising of crops. And instruction was given her that the farm must not be sold, that the situation possesses many advantages for carrying forward the work of a school, a university. It was mentioned for a colored school for colored people, but now Oakwood is for all people. Also, I mentioned about Berrien Springs. Go ahead, someone had a comment. Yeah, they have. I think they're getting back to the industry. You know, they have the, um, what's the name of the fruit store? Right. And they also sell fruit so you can order fruit from them. So they're getting back to it, I think. But, you know, it's kind of sad that God gives us instruction and then we don't heed it and then we have to go back to it later. But she mentioned about Oakwood. Then she's Talks about Berrien Springs, property in Berrien Springs. Says in moving the college from Battle Creek to Berrien Springs, they have acted in harmony with the light that God gave. Uh, what school are they talking about there? And, uh, Andrews, right, Andrews University. And if you've been to Andrews, it is a beautiful place. It's really nice, you know, it's trees everywhere, wide open spaces. It's in a small town. It, you know, it's not a bad place. The only thing I didn't like was a heavy snowstorm they get, but that's just my personal uh, issues. But it's uh, in a beautiful place. There is a place near Boston that she was shown. says, when the Lord sets his hand to prepare the way before us, God forbid that any should stand back, questioning the wisdom of going forward or refusing to give encouragement and help. Have you ever noticed that maybe your church was thinking of uh, moving forward in some area Then you, everyone felt that the Lord was leading and guiding, but then there were some who wanted to pull back. Have you ever been in a situation where the Lord was leading the church to move forward in an area or an activity and everyone felt that God was leading, but then there were some who wanted to pull back. Yeah, it happens. It happens. And what do we need to do? What should we do in that case? Anyone? Right. If, if, we, if everyone feels that the Lord is leading, but there are a few that pull back, what should we do in that case? <laughs> yeah, make that clear. Right. We want to follow the cloud that God's given us, not the crowd. That's... Amen. 
when God tells us to move, he's already prepared the place. You know, and what happens is sometimes our faith is not strong, strong enough to accept that this is God's voice leading us, which again, at this time, with everyone being at home and not moving around so much, this is opportunity for us to draw closer to God and to learn to hear his voice and to discern his voice from uh, Satan's voice or any other person's voice. The way that we learn to hear God's voices by asking, by praying, by studying, and then listening and looking for the outcome. If you don't know God's voice from Satan's voice, you're going to always stay in trouble. And again, when God says jump, we shouldn't start asking how high or which direction. Just jump. He'll provide a place for you to land. Uh, she goes on, talks about Madison, Tennessee. Has anyone heard of Madison, Tennessee? Madison, Tennessee is halfway between Nashville and Memphis. I think it's Highway 40, halfway between uh, Nashville and Memphis. And there's a lot of Adventists who have moved there to Madison, Tennessee. I haven't been there, but I do know a couple people who live there. And it sounds like a really nice place. They have uh, some health clinics, natural remedy clinics down in Madison. And uh, they used to come up here several years ago and give seminars and stuff uh, several years ago. But yeah, they're still down there. And a lot of other people have moved down there and they built houses and they're uh, what you call off the grid. You know, I got their own electric power and well water and that type of thing. So she did mention Madison, but that's where she also spoke that it would be better to move just nine miles from Nashville so that you're not so far away that you can't just go in and out to the city to do God's work in uh, ministering to those people that live in the city. Uh, over on page 106, talks about Loma Linda, a little bit from <clears throat> seven miles from San Diego. There's Glendale, eight miles from Los Angeles, and Loma Linda, 62 miles east of LA. Loma Linda, she says, is a place that the Lord has especially designated as a center for the training of medical missionaries. And now we know that Loma Linda is a worldwide famous uh, medical center. God led them to that place. Says we must seek God daily for his wisdom to be imparted to us. Are we truly seeking God's wisdom daily or do, do we just call upon him when we need something? Are we just using God as a genie in the bottle? Or are we using God as a Holy Spirit guide for our everyday life, not just when we need something, not just when we're in trouble, but even in the good times, we should still be seeking God, amen? Every day, not just during a crisis, a virus crisis, but each and every day when our lives are going well and happy and we think we're doing good, we should still be asking God, Lord, what should I do today? Lord, what do you have on my plate for today? Lord, which direction are you leading me today? Before we even get out of bed, we should be asking God, what is it that you have on your agenda for me to do this very day? One thing we want to remember too, tomorrow's not promised to any of us. And you know that's true whether the coronavirus is here or not. Tomorrow's just not promised to us. So the Bible says, today if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So if God is speaking to us, asking us to avoid the evil that's in the city, 
asking us to start looking for a place out in the county or out in the rural areas, then don't turn your head and say, no, I'll do it later. Start looking. He might not be asking you to pack up that day, but he's trying to prepare you so that when he does tell you to move out, then you'll already have it in your mind and you've already kind of worked through some of the doubts and disbelief that you might have. So every single day we want to hear God's voice. God's asking us to come up a little closer, come up a little higher, dig in a little deeper in the storehouse to draw closer to him. And if there's something that's going to help us draw closer to God, such as moving out a little farther from the cities, moving to a more rural setting, a more natural setting, then why will we let that stop us? Isn't heaven our true goal? Heaven is our goal. So we should be doing whatever it takes to make it to heaven. And that includes following God when he leads us. Think about Abraham. Do you think it was easy for Abraham to hear God saying, Abraham, pack up your stuff, leave your family whom you love and who you've been with all this time, uh, leave all your belongings here except what I tell you to take and just move to somewhere that he never even designated yet? It was hard for Abraham, but he knew that God is able and he knew that God would provide a place. He didn't have to worry about what or where. His trust was in God. And so our trust too has to be in God so that when he does say, I want you to start looking for a place farther out, things are going to start happening rapidly. You don't need to be mixed up in it. So start looking, start reading up, start doing some research, start asking some questions. Don't hesitate. Again, he might not be telling you to move tomorrow, but he's getting you prepared. And the main thing is just to learn to listen to God's voice and to do as he calls us to do. So that'll wrap up chapter seven. Uh, next uh, week, let's see, next week we're going to be doing uh, Testimonies for the Church, volume one. Uh, Karen, are we on chapter 60 or 62? Chapter 60 in Testimonies, Volume 1 for next week. And we'll meet here again on the prayer line as well as on uh, Facebook and the church website. And also for those who have it, Zoom. After Karen's week, then we'll go to Chapter 8, which is in Last Day Events. And that will be talking about the cities. So we went from country today. We'll be talking about the city. Before we get off, are there any special prayer requests? Just speak up if you have a special prayer request, and we'll have a word of prayer before we leave. Anyone Amen. Other prayer requests? 
Okay, I'm, re I'm requesting prayer too for all those who have lost loved ones in this, um, who have lost loved ones and those who are sick in the hospital and cannot receive visitors that we pray that the Lord send, some, send his angels and someone to say a kind word to them. Okay. Oh, and I have an additional prayer, um, praying for those who are actually on the front line, um, who still working, going into the hospital. Um, just pray for covering over my husband in, in, in addition to that. Amen. Okay. Okay, let's bow our head for a <clears throat> word of prayer. Loving Father, we thank you so much for the blessed Sabbath day, the time that we've spent with you this day. And we thank you for everyone participating with our reading on last day events. We ask that you will prepare us for these last days, dear Lord, that we'll be faithful, that we'll be uh, determined to stick by your side, that you will continue to bless us with strength and courage to stand up for Jesus, no matter what may happen. We have special prayers this day, dear Lord. Prayer for our children. Uh, we pray that you will keep all of our children safe from hurt, harm, and danger. Protect them wherever they may be, dear Lord. Help them to recognize that they need to be careful who they hang out with and where they go, and to recognize that you are their protector and they can talk to you at any time and ask for you to watch over them as well. We pray also for those who are on the front lines, those doctors, nurses, anesthesiologists, uh, resource people, all the first responders who are working hard to take care of those who are becoming ill with the virus as well as with other illnesses. We pray that you'll give them strength, Lord, protect them from getting sick. Bless them to do their very best and may they always trust in you also as the great physician and the great healer. We pray, dear Lord, for our, our members as we are not currently physically together, but we wanna maintain our spiritual togetherness we ask and pray that you'll bless those who have not been able to make it out or come to the online services, Lord, that they will be encouraged and that they will continue to keep the faith. Even though we don't see each other, Lord, help us to continue to meet spiritually, knowing that we all serve God and that you are watching over us and that you are our Lord and Savior. Help us to maintain our faith. Bless us to endure to the end, dear Lord. We ask and pray also for those who are still working amidst this virus outbreak. We pray that you'll protect them, bless them, and keep them safe from harm and danger as they continue to serve, even while their very lives could be at stake. Also praying for those who are sick and also the families who are, have lost loved ones. Lord, they haven't had a chance to grieve properly or even have a funeral, but we ask that you will comfort them, dear Lord. Give them the peace that passes all understanding. We pray that we all will remember that whether we die on this earth, that our outlook is to live forever eternally in glory with you. Bless us, dear Lord, to do thy will. Keep us safe by your protective side. Watch over us. Bless us to be faithful servants of God and friends to man. In the blessed name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen and amen. Thanks for everybody tuning in and getting on the prayer line and Facebook with us today. Again, remember next week, same time. And also be sure to tune into our uh, Sabbath school service and our divine worship service online. God bless everyone. Thanks again. Be safe. Hey, I'm doing good. Glad you're on. You feeling good? Praise God.